Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Thursday, April 22nd, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, ready to break down this six-game NBA DFS slate for you on Earth Day. Let's make it a good one. Uh, we've got Coach taking the day off after some solid baseball and basketball lineups for us last night. And man, things could have been a little bit better if not for a guy or two in each lineup. Uh, as one of our members said, uh, what was it? Anthony Edwards and Shake Milton just destroying otherwise brilliant lineups. He he wanted me to to share it on the podcast, so there you go, Skyler. And that was the story of the night. Coach had a great lineup with uh, Embiid. Uh, Brissett was our value play across the board, who crushed it for us on on both sites. Uh, but there was one guy. She it was Shake for Coach, Anthony Ed- Edwards for me. Uh, that that really hurt us last night. But Coach's lineup still cashed. We had an after-hours lineup that cashed, uh, but tonight we're going to try to sweep the board with our main slate, six games, after-hours uh, of two games, and I like this size of slate here of six games. So we've got eight of 12 teams involved in a back-to-back, and no totals over 230 uh, on this slate in terms of the odds from betus.com.pr presenting sponsor, and we have... Three games starting at 7 o'clock, so we'll have a lot of news ready to go and get get the slate started off right, hopefully. Uh, Starting with Phoenix and Boston. 219 total, Phoenix favored by 3.5. They are coming off uh, a nice win over Philly, and this is a front end of a back-to-back for the Celtics. They've got a tough little back-to-back here dealing with Phoenix, and then they go on the road to deal with the high-scoring Nets. In terms of the news here, we have Crowder questionable with an ankle and Nader doubtful. He's been out for a while. On the Celtics side, Evan Fournier still out. Robert Williams still out. Uh, just got news this morning that Kemba and Tatum are in, but Jalen Brown is still doubtful. So starting on the Phoenix side, the guy I want to mention first is Mr. Devin Booker who deserves some big respect because uh, this is the site of his 70-point game. And I was pulling up highlights from that this morning, and the thing that surprised me is first that it was four years ago. I would have thought it was two or three years ago. And then the other thing is watching those highlights, man, the, the stadium was just crammed with people. And it's so different to watch those highlights now compared to the mostly empty stadiums we have now. But He's uh, certainly going to come in here and feel good about uh, those memories. Uh, Don't think he'll go for 70 again today with Chris Paul and company now sharing the usage. But another thing that stood out to me from those highlights was that was not an easy matchup for him. Jalen Brown played that day and was guarding him. Marcus Smart was guarding him on some of those possessions. So, uh, man, what a just what a memorable performance and, and shows his great ability as a scorer and that he can do it in different ways against different defenders, you know, threes, pull-ups, cutting to the, cutting to the rim, scoring in transition, and like I said, scoring over Marcus Smart. He's got that size, that that's really helpful. Uh, so, uh, on a six-game slate, you could consider him a little bit pricey uh, in the mid eight K range. So I don't I don't think he'll make my first lineup. Um, the where the the place I'm looking here with Phoenix is a potential value player because of Crowder if he's out along with Nader that really opens up some forward minutes and it was Cam Johnson who benefited mostly last night ended up with 30 minutes 
He's mid 3K on both sites. Uh, I certainly like his potential here tonight, as well as Dario Saric. We'll see who starts, but he's also in the mid 3K range. And looking at the potential matchups here, we know that Bridges is their really their, their best defender on the wing. And I have a feeling that he's going to get the assignment on Jason Tatum tonight. With with Jalen Brown doubtful, if he's out, I think that solidifies the matchup of Bridges against Tatum. Uh, and then if that's the case, I could see Phoenix starting either Sarich or Cam Johnson uh, because they don't need terrific defense there to play against likely Semi Ojale, who's been that spot starter for Boston when they have a key guy out. And that's what I think they'll do again tonight. I think it'll be Kemba, Marcus Smart, Semi Ojale, Tatum, and Tristan Thompson. So um, in terms of, of selecting a Phoenix guy, I think it will be Cam Johnson or Sarich if, if I'm going to go with a value play there. On the Boston side, certainly like the increased opportunity and usage with Jalen Brown likely out for Kemba and Tatum, but they're expensive and Phoenix fifth defensively. So really tough mass matchup. They had that slow pace of 25th. Uh, so not, not expecting an easy night for Boston and, and Tatum uh, is banged up a little bit with the ankle coming off a very poor shooting night. Um, so I, I don't think I'm going to pay up for him either on the primary lineup. Uh, Jabari Parker would be a, a GPP option, or maybe if you're playing a single game slate, uh, he's starting to get decent minutes. Uh, but this game is is mostly a pass in terms of, of paying up, and we're going to save our money for some of these studs down the road. All right, game two, we have the Pelicans and the Magic, 221 total, which is actually the second highest total on the board since we have the Pelicans involved, and, and they're favored by eight and a half. This is really the best um, game profile in terms of all those things we look at, pace, defense, offense, because we have the Pelicans, and they're a three-for-three three team. They're fast, they score it well, and they don't defend. So they're exactly what we want. And the Magic are slow, and they don't score with efficiency, but they also have a bad defense. They're 26th. So four out of the six variables we're looking for, and I would like to get some exposure to this one. With the Pelicans, we have James Johnson doubtful, and with the Magic, we have Otto Porter Jr. still out. We have Terrence Ross and James Ennis questionable. Now with the Pelicans, Zion is a guy that I'm looking at uh, as a potential payup here. I just don't think the Magic have the personnel to stop him at the rim. Lately, they've been starting Okiki really at, at the four and Wendell Carter Jr. at the five, who's not a good defender. Uh, so I just don't think they can protect the rim against Zion. So he's my favorite pay-up guy in this game. Uh, you could pair him up with Lonzo, who's, you know, getting settling back in. Uh, but you could also look at a, a value guy here, Najee Marshall, who, man, he... Uh, really stepped up in that last game against Brooklyn and took minutes away from Eric Bledsoe, who I had in a key lineup. So that was not, uh, that was not very enjoyable, but uh, he's just uh, a guy that we have to look at here. And uh, that was a good example of it. He's now in three of the last four games had over 33 minutes and paid off value each time. His price has gone up a little bit, but right around 5,000. 
is a, a, a nice guy to, to plug into the lineup here. Um, on the Orlando side, the Terrence Ross news is, is important for me because with him out, Gary Harris and, and Dwayne Bacon are getting solid minutes, solid sh- shot opportunities. Uh, Bacon was a little bit disappointing uh, last time out, but he's still really cheap on Fanduel at 3,800. We know the Pelicans cannot defend the three-point line. So he's a, I think you could go with one of those guys as a shooting guard, uh, Bacon cheaper, and I do trust his minutes and his shot attempts a little bit more than Gary Harris. Uh, but they both will take a hit if Terrence Ross is back. Cole Anthony deserves mention also for the Orlando side with this great matchup and good pace. He's been really steady recently. Uh, mid-6K range. And I think uh, as a point guard here, this is one of the key themes on the slate. I think it's the toughest position tonight on FanDuel where you don't have that flexibility. Uh, there are a lot of point guards that I like, and he is one of them. But he, he definitely has a, a good chance to make my lineup. So those are the key guys I'm looking at there in game number two. All right, game number three, the other 7 o'clock tip is the Sixers and the Bucks. Beginning of the TNT doubleheader, great matchup here, 39 and 19 against 35 and 22, and pretty good game environment also with top 10 pace here. Philly number 10, Milwaukee number two, good offenses, 13 and fifth respectively. We do have two top 10 defenses here though, so that's the one drawback. You put it all together though, and it is the highest total on the slate, 225 and a half. Milwaukee favored by eight. And the big news here is Philly. What are they going to do here on the back-to-back? After that close loss to Phoenix, Embiid was a monster. Anchored coaches lineup 38-17. and 17, Just dominant. Uh, but we have question marks here for Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, and Ben Simmons, who all sat out last night. I'm going to break this down as if they are out. And if they are out again... Then the guys who picked up the minutes and the opportunities, Shake Milton, Thibel, uh, George Hill, came out and played 23 minutes. And then Maxi got back in the rotation in a big way with 31 minutes, played well. And let's start with Shake. He was disappointing uh, as a starter because he shot two for 10 and just didn't get it done. But if all the key guys are out and he starts again. He's one of those point guards you could consider in the 4K range, gets a pace-up game. Yes, tough defense from Drew Holiday. So he's not a, a lock and load by any means, but uh, he's somebody I think you should consider. Thibel is another value play here from this game that uh, could be interesting because he didn't do much yesterday. He played 36 minutes, 0-4 from the field showed his volatility. We already know that he has that because he's a three and D guy. So if he hits a couple threes, gets a couple steals, which we know he can do in a heartbeat, then he can smash that value or he can uh, throw up, uh, you know, almost a donut uh, like last night. So really a GPP option, a little bit more attractive to me on DraftKings at 3,300. And we do have uh, a few stars on this slate to consider if you want to, you know, gear towards a, a stars and scrubs lineup. Uh, same thing with Maxi. 
a really nice price there in the low 3K range. So you could go back to him. And if Embiid sits, he has said that he plans to play. But if he does sit on the back-to-back, then Dwight Howard comes right into play. Good price on both sides. With Milwaukee, we always start with the Giannis question, uh, to play or not to play. He left that uh, overtime game against Phoenix early with a leg cramp, and so he has a questionable tag next to him today. I think he should be fine. They, they said that they probably could have put him back in to that game, but held him out with caution. Uh, so we've got Giannis and Luca on this slate as, as two pay-up guys that are very important to consider. And I do think you could play him. If Embiid sits, certainly an easier path to the rim for Giannis. Uh, Dwight Howard is, is certainly capable, but uh, that, that'll open up the floor for him a little bit. And I think you could consider him here. You know, he, he got, uh, over 30 actual points in the last game against Phoenix, but didn't didn't pay off value. He's had a couple games here where he's not getting the, the blocks and steals, but those can come quickly for him. Uh, you talk about Thibel picking those up. I mean, Giannis uh, can pick up five or six of those uh, very quickly as well. So uh, I think people might be sleeping on him a little bit with that questionable tag and the fact that he hasn't been smashing lately. Uh, so this could be an, uh, uh, the prime time to get him. Uh, you could also look at one of the other key guys here, Drew Holiday, Middleton. They're not my favorite options on this slate, uh, but we'll see how it all shakes out with the news. Off the bench, the only guy I would consider right now, Connaughton. I think he's the most trustworthy with his minutes and his opportunities. He's 3900 on both sites, a, a decent value play there to consider. All right, halfway through the slate, let's transition to the later games. We have one at 8.30. It's Detroit and San Antonio. Uh, down in Texas, the Spurs are eight-and-a-half-point favorites, 216 total. Both teams on a back-to-back here after losses last night. Uh, Detroit lost by 10 to Dallas. Uh, San Antonio got crushed by Miami by 20 at home. Now with Detroit... Um, which team is it going to be here on the, the A team, the B team? We know that uh, Dennis, Smith Jr., Dennis Smith Jr. and Magruder are questionable. Uh, both missed again last night. And it was the Corey Joseph and Plumlee show uh, against Dallas last night. Those were the two guys we talked about on the podcast. Sure enough, they, they really paid off. I did not get to them uh, on that 12-game slate, unfortunately. So what are we going to have tonight? Well, we don't have the news yet, but if they continue to rotate like they have, then I wouldn't be surprised if Corey Joseph, Plumley, Grant all sit again, or perhaps two of the three. And if so, the guys that step right back up here for me are Killian Hayes and Isaiah Stewart. Killian Hayes, uh, last couple of games, averaging around 30, point, uh, 30 minutes, 30 fantasy points, Low 4K K range on both sites. Uh, I like I like him here if he starts again. And Stewart, he has, uh, you know, he's getting priced up a little bit, mid 5K range, and he's a power forward today on FanDuel. I actually wouldn't mind if he was a center, but he is a center over on DraftKings. Uh, 
not a, not an easy matchup against Pirtle, but man, that guy's just been dominant in terms of fantasy points per minute. So I think he, I think you need to consider him as well. On the Spurs side, uh, that's one thing we got right yesterday. Avoid those guys on the front end of a back-to-back, and I plan to avoid them on the second night as well. Um, I don't have anybody marked down. I looked through the prices, no, nothing jumped out at me, and uh, I'm just going to avoid them if I can uh, on this back-to-back. All right, two games left, and this is the after-hour slate as well. Uh, so if you uh, if you like um, you know mixing it up and playing some different slates, that's one of the great reasons to join us because we typically provide full lineups for the main slate and the after-hour slate every night. We've had a lot of success on the after-hour slate. Games uh, that's and we've got another one tonight uh, starting at nine Eastern. So. If you want to jump in and grab our lineups, then go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com. Sign up for your membership there, whichever length of time you'd like. Three-day pass, do the week, try the month. Uh, Either way, we will send you an email uh, after you sign up and invite you into our Discord. That's where we give out lineups about 20 to 30 minutes before lock. We give out the full FanDuel lineups, a cash lineup, GPP lineup, full Yahoo lineup, DraftKings coaches clipboard with core plays and pivots. Uh, so we get you ready for every set. Um, any questions, just reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can also find me at Language Olympic, and you can find the coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. All right. So this 9 o'clock game, Charlotte and Chicago. And here's, a, here's an opportunity for you. If you want to see an average NBA team, then flip on this game and you're going to see two of them. And they're practically clones in their averageness. Uh, We've got these two teams are both 15th in pace. Okay. The average 100.9 possessions per 48 minutes. So we're looking at 101 possessions each tonight. And they are both 17th defensively. Okay. Tied for 17th. And then in terms of offensive efficiency, they're separated by less than a point, 16th and 18th, uh, 109 and 108.3 points per 100 possessions. So uh, no surprise that this is a one-point spread, Chicago favorite here at home, and a 210 total. Um, what do we have for news here? Well, not much on Charlotte. The same guy, same key guys who've been out are still out. We know that Lamelo Ball is approaching a return, but he won't be out there tonight. And on the Chicago side, I don't see any uh, big news there either. So uh, we've got these average teams with their regular roster and rotation of late. On the Charlotte side, with those key guys out, the ones who've stepped up, Rogier, Bridges, P.J. Washington, uh, Devontae Graham working his way back, into the mix. But those first three guys are the ones I would look at. Uh, We know that Chicago with that average to below average defense can be attacked. And Rogier is in a nice little stretch here. Bridges. uh, He's been priced up uh, pretty well here on DraftKings, but 6,400 on, on FanDuel is a price that I would consider paying. And PJ Washington, you know, we keep talking about him. 
uh, is just a real volatile option. And lately, he's been smashing, but he can disappear in a heartbeat. So feel a little bit more like a, a GPP option there. On the Chicago side, back-to-back uh, -back here, uh, after a loss to Cleveland, really did not look good. They were getting blown out and had to come back just to make it a 16-point game. By the way, Charlotte on the front end of a back-to-back. -back. Um, the thing about Chicago and that blowout loss is that Vucevic only played 25 minutes. So I think you could go there. DraftKings, he's really expensive, but on FanDuel, he's only 8800 I like that price. Kobe White is certainly benefiting from Levine's absence. He's still cheap, mid-5K range. But out of those two point guards here tonight, Rozier and Kobe White, Rozier certainly the better defender. Uh, so you take a you take a hit there for Kobe White, but Rozier obviously much more expensive. So uh, tough uh, tough decision there if you're going to take a point guard out of this game. And then Temple is a, a decent price for a starter on DraftKings at 3800 uh, on. FanDuel, I don't like him as much. I like some of the other values, small forwards better. Sadoransky, uh, just probably a little bit too pricey for me off the bench at 4600 So really, it's Kobe White or Andor Vucevic on the Chicago side. Rogier, Bridges, P.J. Washington in consideration on the Charlotte side. All right, last game of the night. We have the Lakers and Mavericks, 930 Eastern tip. It's the second game of the TNT doubleheader. Uh, Coaches Mavs favored by three and a half after that 10-point win over Detroit last night. 216 total. Uh, we know that we do not have great pace here. The Lakers average 13th, but uh, Dallas 26th in pace. And then we've got the Lakers still number one defensively and the Mavericks 20th. So uh, that's how we get to that 216 total. The news here, how about Anthony Davis? He is probable to start, and they've announced that he's going to play 15 minutes max if he does. Uh, how about his price tag? Uh, 94 and 9600 uh, So I think we should probably wait a game or two to, to pay up for AD at that price tag. Uh, we know that even with a 15-minute cap, if somebody bumps his shoelace, uh, and he feels a little bit funny. He might not even make it to 15 minutes. So we'll wait on AD and hope that he just eases back in and stays healthy. And, man, that front line is going to be crazy with AD, LeBron, and Drummond. So we get two-thirds of it tonight. Hopefully that'll be fun to, to see that come together. Uh, how does AD's presence affect Drummond? Uh, you, you figure he's going to lose some rebounding opportunities. Uh, but Drummond is a, is an interesting consideration tonight because we like playing centers against the Mavericks. Uh, Plumlee, again, smashed against them last night. And uh, Drummond, pay, he played 28 minutes against Utah. So he's getting there. I mean, you can tell that his con conditioning is not top-notch, but he's, he's working on it, uh, and he's, he's a decent price. You could certainly consider him tonight. Save some money from a guy like Vucevic if you want to pay down a little bit. For the rest of the Lakers, I'm not too thrilled about them on the main slate with this slow pace from Dallas. Schroeder, 
a little too pricey for me, probably. I like the other point guard options better. Markeith Morris, by the way, probable, and Gasol questionable. Uh, Markeith Morris probably will have his minutes dip a little bit with, with AD back. Kuzma probably will get lost in the shuffle for me again in that mid, mid-6K mid range. On the Dallas side, we have Kleba questionable with a back issue. So what is Dallas going to do up front? Uh, we don't have any news yet about Porzingis on the back-to-back, but if he plays, what else does Dallas do? do does Powell get minutes again? He got 11 last night. Or what about Boban? Will we get a Boban sighting against Drummond? I mean, I think he's got the best physical makeup to to, to try to slow Drummond down a little bit, especially if Kleba is out. So keep your eye on that one. Uh, great reason to follow the news with us. And uh, we, we certainly go over that in Discord throughout the day and the night. Great, great members sharing stuff all the time with uh, basketball injury updates as well as MLB weather, you name it. So a great community, a lot of fun. And thank you to the to the members that we have. Um, so Boban, if he starts, anytime he starts, he is right at the top of consideration for me, especially on DraftKings where you can play two centers. So keep an eye on that. Luca, um, 11,000 and up tonight. I don't think I want to do that. I think if I had to pick right now, I would lean Giannis if I was going to pay up. But again, he he adds to that mix here on uh, on the point guard position on FanDuel. Lot of lot of interesting options there. Brunson once again hit value right around seven x last night, and again I didn't play him, even though he was on the clipboard. He he's gone up a, just a tick in price now, fifty two hundred on FanDuel. Um, so. Will we go there tonight? Probably not. Again, a secondary option. So this is just not not a great game for me for the main slate. But I'm looking at this at these bigs here. I, I really want to see if we get some news about the Dallas starting lineup. How are they going to defend Drummond? And uh, I, I could see myself going with Drummond or Boban. So we'll see how that all plays out. All right, that concludes our breakdown of the six game slate. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope that gave you a good feel for how I'm starting to put it together. Um, And uh, if you like what you heard, certainly appreciate it if you'd subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Or you could give us the thumbs up wherever you're listening. We appreciate all of your support there. Uh, In terms of the schedule, we're going to be back tomorrow. Coach will be back. We'll do the, uh, the double duo for the NBA slate. And we'll continue to give out our uh, NBA lineups for two slates a night. MLB lineups for one or two slates a day uh, with Josh and Tyler today. So jump in with us again. uh, If you haven't yet, give give us a try at DFSCoachDoc.com. And then if you have any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFSCoachDoc. All right. Thank you very much for joining me here today. Hope you have a great Thursday. Best of luck with your lineups tonight. And we hope to see you again tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.